Hello, and welcome to GlobeTax's very first Withholding Tax Update podcast. This marks the company's very first foray into the podcast sphere, and we're very excited. My name is Dan Trong, Senior Marketing Associate at GlobeTax, and I'm joined here by Mr. Joe Hans. Hi, Dan. Happy to be here with you today. Hope you're doing well. As the listeners may know, Joe is the Editor-in-Chief of the Withholding Tax Update that you receive every quarter, and this newsletter brings you important news in the tax reclaim sphere around the world. In our first episode, Joe will discuss these recent changes and more. Without further ado, Joe, can you tell us what we can expect in the latest edition of this newsletter? Absolutely, Dan. So, as usual, we have many important updates to share. Um, in our current edition, we're overviewing topics such as some major process changes in Finland, impacts of Brexit, and our new voucher request portal on ESB. Um, in addition, like we do in every first newsletter of the year, we've included a matrix of the latest double taxation treaties entering into force for 2021. Uh, this covers our major jurisdictions, which we help will guide the marketplace in keeping up to date with new treaties and highlight any new reclaim opportunities that may arise um, throughout the year. Okay, that sounds wonderful. So let's get right into it. Joe, what's happening in Finland? Yeah, so Finland, this has been an evolving process, um, and there's quite a few large updates to share in, in Finland. So it's implementing a new rate alongside a new reclaims process, essentially. So to start off, as of the 1st of January 2021, Finland will be applying a 35% statutory rate. So that's a 5% increase from the 30% rate, which previously applies. And that will apply to undisclosed non-Finnish holders. Uh, one of the biggest notable updates as well with this is that relief at source will be limited to the unfavorable rates of 35%. Or 50%, and that 50% is the undisclosed Finnish holders rate. Um, and investors will have to use long form to obtain any more failure rates outside of those those two. In addition to that, we have the a new form, the investor self declaration form, which has been introduced as a document that may be used to obtain the various treaty rates or beneficial owners filing through long form. So they also have the op- op- option to provide either the certificate of residency or the tax related source card as well. In addition to that, that form. Um, and then another update kind of also to do with Brexit is that UK charities and tax exempt citizens are no longer eligible for the exemption following the end of the Brexit transition period. So that expired um, at the end of last year, uh, December 31st, 2020. That's great, Joe. Yeah, uh, I think one topic on everybody's mind is like you mentioned Brexit. Um, can you kind of elaborate on how Brexit is impacting the world withholding tax? Yeah, so kind of as well, I was just talking about with Finland, it's also having a bigger impact in, in markets around the world as well. So. Like I said, the UK left the Brexit transition period the 31st of December 2020, uh, which followed the UK's withdrawal formally, which occurred earlier in the year, January 31st, 2020. So one of the largest impacts we're seeing of Brexit for UK investors is that our previous avenues where we could utilize EU law to get more favorable or exempt rates um, no longer apply. So some examples of this are, you know, first off in Finland, UK charities, tax citizens, are no longer eligible for the exemption, which we just covered. Um, in Italy, we had a couple of rates as well, which will no longer be applicable in the market. So UK domicile pensions and corporations can no longer take advantage of the respective 11% rate for pensions and the 1.2% rate for corporations based on EU law in the Italian market. So instead, the 15% treaty rate with the UK will apply to both. And finally, another example, Spain, UK usage entities, they will no longer be eligible to reclaim the reduced 1% rate. And again, another 15% uh, treaty rate between Spain and UK will apply instead of the, the reduced rate. Um, 
And as we continue to, you know, formalize these Brexit changes, I would encourage the marketplace to keep uh, updated with the important notices as they come out. As our listeners may know, GlobeTax unveiled an enhancement to our ESP system last summer. We've seen a great response so far, thanks in large part to its new convenient features. So what's going on with ESP now, Joe? Yeah, so we've actually debuted a new category on the ESP service desk uh, with the aim to streamline obtaining and tracking vouchers. So it's a voucher request portal, uh, voucher portal, um, and users will have the option to request a voucher to either file direct or for ECJ. So what do those two categories mean? File direct encompasses any voucher requests in a market where long form is not currently available, and claims are usually filed directly to the tax authority outside of the standard chain of custody. So we see that a lot in markets like Taiwan or in long form for Russia, where the process doesn't really exist uh, right now. ECJ vouchers, that's the European Court of Justice, um, they accompany claims filed in support of tax discrimination cases, which stem from the deferring ways in which EU member states have treated resident versus non-resident entities. Um, so if you don't really know what ECJ is or have a background to that, it really is stemming from deferring tax treatment where comparable beneficial owners from both inside and outside the European Union have begun filing discrimination-based claims with tax authorities to recover the improperly withheld taxes. So some of the other features of the of the portal, in addition to the, the, the types of vouchers we, we support, is that we prompt users to input a summary of the request and upload voucher request details. So that's usually um, an Excel spreadsheet. We actually have a template available, available for download on the portal. Uh, and users will have the option to insert an external reference number for their convenience and to add a request description as well. You'll be able to get uh, to the ESP service desk by clicking the contact us in the drop down on the top right hand side of the ESP homepage. Okay, great. Switching gears a bit. Since the start of the pandemic, we've seen a lot of markets change and even relax documentation requirements for the fat source. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, that's correct, Dan. We see this a lot, you know, throughout the pandemic. A lot of tax authorities have been kind of looking at ways to get around the work from home as we all kind of have um, as the pandemic has pushed us to, to remote working. And right now we have a couple of headlines in France and Sweden. So when submitting for relief at source in France, for example, participants will no longer be required to submit the claim appendices to support their submissions as they did previously. So thanks to this change, documentation requirements for relief at source are now simplified and they are the following. Um, original certificates of residency, so that's your form 6166, for example, for US investors, your form 8802, form 5000 if required and an ESP generated cover letter. So that's your four main requirements for relief at source in France now given this, this change. Um, another note on that as well is that when submitting for entities that don't require documentation, such as your US individuals, US corporations, the participants do not actually need to submit documents and that does include the aforementioned cover letter. Now moving on to Sweden, the tax authority there has confirmed that Standard long-form reclaims may be submitted in the form of scanned copies rather than the original documentation. So that change is coming to us from Skatsverket, so that's the Swedish tax authority. Um, they've confirmed that scans will be permanently accepted and Globe Tax will continue to accept them on that basis as we have been doing more or less as a contingency measure during the first phase of the pandemic. Um, but all this comes with a with a caution, you know, as Tax may request digital documentation at any time. We would still encourage the marketplace to keep original documentation on file in the event of any audit down the road. It's definitely great news there. 
Now, your newsletter mentioned something on new permissions for Italian dividend withholding tax. Yeah, that's correct. Another big change coming um, in Italy. So investment funds domiciled within the EU or the EEA, that's the European Economic Area, are now permitted to apply for exemption from dividend withholding tax on Italian dividend payments occurring in 2021 onwards. So any current paid age and going forward. Uh, so according to a new law introduced by the Italian government, Italian investment funds must be classified as one of the following entities to be eligible to take advantage of the new law. So our first option is a collective investment undertaking. Um, and that collective investment undertaking has to be in line with EU Directive 2009-65-EC. Uh, and then our second mode of reclaim with, within that framework would be being an alternative investment fund, the manager of which is subject to regulatory supervision in the country in which it is established pursuant to EU Directive 2011-61-EU. So additional information, of course, will be included on upcoming important notices in the Italian market. So definitely keep an eye out for those updates because I imagine there will be uh, quite a few affected beneficial owners out there. I'm sure our listeners will for sure. Now, what can you tell us about UBS Group AG reclaims? How have those changed? So we've been supporting this process for, I'd say, a good few months now, perhaps even a year. Uh, we're supporting the Swiss long-form reclaims on UBS Global Registered Share Program. That's UBS Group AG. And we've actually lowered the minimum USD reclaim value thresholds on this from $10,000 to $1,000 per claim. Uh, the tax relief fee fees will apply as for the important notice uh, to each long-form claim. So I'd suggest looking at that as well. And claims can be submitted through the ESP portal as is standard for Switzerland. That's quite a deal. Now, what can you tell us what's going on with Russia and Cyprus? Yeah, so Russia and Cyprus, they've signed a new or updated treaty, um, which will also be in our treaty matrix uh, in the newsletter as well. But in, in terms of this one, we, we wanted to mention this as well because um, as of January 2021, Cypriot residents are they're entitled to the 15% statutory rate rather than the previous 10% treaty rate on Russian dividends. So their treaty benefits have actually subsided. They're only entitled to the, the statutory rate. Uh, however, despite the treaty rate change, we still encourage users with beneficial owners domiciled in Cyprus to submit shares on ESD when claiming on Russian dividend events. Thanks so much, Joe. And now for my personal favorite part of your newsletter, Joe's Handy Hints. Joe, what have you got for us this time? Yeah, this is always a great part of the, the newsletter. Um, and a lot of times we kind of focus on ESP a lot because it's something that a lot of users have firsthand experience with, really. Um, so along with that, we have some more convenient features for our users in ESP that people may, may not know about. Uh, for instance, if a claim hasn't been approved by GlobeTax, ESP users can cancel them by visiting the manage submissions section and clicking the cancel button next to the claim in question. So this really makes it easier for people to, instead of having to reach out for us, can actually just cancel it on their own time, um, on their own end in ESP, which is a great uh, convenience factor for the user. Um, our, our other item in this section is that you can actually review the data submitted in ESP even after you've completed your submission. Uh, you can do this by accessing the original upload file used to submit your claim at any time. Uh, the file is shown as an Excel icon in the documents column, and it's also available in the Managed Submission section of ESP. And finally, what better way to start the new year than by reading up on the latest major double taxation treaties from around the world? 
Yeah, that's right. Every first newsletter of the year, we try to include a helpful chart of all the, the major updates in markets around the world. So where we see big changes in treaties, uh, you know, larger jurisdictions, jurisdictions we handle, uh, we bring them to you in, in every first edition. So I definitely wouldn't want you to miss out on, on seeing this, seeing this edition with that in it, um, and making sure you get all your entitlements. Thank you so much for your time today, Joe, and congratulations on another successful newsletter. My, my pleasure, Dan. Thanks for having me. If this podcast told us anything, then hopefully it's that our newsletter is full of great stories and important updates, so be sure to check it out. Thanks so much, Joe.